This podcast is presented by the Bet Parks online casino and sportsbook app. New customers download now and get up to $1,000 in casino bonus back if you're not a winner in your first 24 hours. See BetParks.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 in PA, New Jersey, Maryland, Michigan, or Ohio. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult to Today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation semi annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal too. Schedule a no obligation in home estimate now. Call 866 Nation or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Inside the Birds is back. Jeff Mosher here alongside Adam Kaplan. Uh, our third leg, Billy Osborne, is going to sit this one out and we'll tag him in uh, next week when we get a little deeper into free agency. So me and Adam to dissect a whole lot of Eagles news. And Adam, I should say you're back. You're back from Indianapolis. Yeah. You were out there at the Combine. So you know about everything that's going on with the Eagles and the NFL. Uh, both of us have had some pretty interesting reports about what's going on with the Eagles over the last week. So, so I think it's best to kind of look at what's happened over the last five, six days with the Eagles, right? And we'll just break it down by position, and we'll say what's happened, what we think might happen in the future, and what direction the Eagles appear to be going to. Uh, I want to start with quarterback, because I think that that's really not only the most popular position, but something that's pretty easily, I guess, to figure out right now. Nick Foles is not is not going to get the tag. Something that you and I and Billy and a lot of people have speculated for quite a while now. The market wasn't going to be that great to where Howie was going to have so many trade takers uh, and, and trade partners. At least we that's what I well, think. Here's what I would add, though. What I think was this. It's kind of what you're saying. I, I think they would have done it, a tag and trade, if if they would have gotten a third. Well, that's what I meant by no, ta- no right, takers right. Uh, for uh, what they might get in Here's the problem. The, the Flacco deal, they're only getting a fourth, the Ravens. Right. That surprised me. I think that... That really, to me, is is a, a well. It G- didn't, I, I could you could make the argument that Denver, it, it's they don't have anybody at qu- the quarterback position walking away to where they can say I'm getting X in the comp pick, so I demand this. Right, I understand. Or, or even Baltimore for that, r- which matter, is really their know? leverage. Right, yeah. that's how the leverage would work. But I really thought that the Eagles would be able to get a third mm-hmm. because, quite frankly, if the Eagles would have tra- tagged and traded Foles to Jacksonville. For a third round pick, it most likely would be a good pick. Their roster is awful on offense. It's pretty good on defense. And obviously Nick will help them and Nick's going to go there. But in the end, I just feel like the Eagles didn't get that value. They, they were not going to get the third, at least the third that they wanted. And, and the other problem is, and we talked about this in our last podcast, to get a third or a second, you need leverage. And you, you didn't have multiple teams really vying for them. The teams I spoke with 
almost in a half dozen because I knew they liked him. I talked to these people, these teams at the Senior Bowl. They just felt he was a great backup or a one-year bridge quarterback where they would turn to the rookie that they would draft in the first or second round in year two. That's not what Nick's looking for, and that's that's not going to get you a high. That's not going to get you the value one. So, that's right. Jeff, I, I'll be honest with you. You and I talked about this last fall, and probably when we first started doing our podcast in August. There's a belief around the league that Nick's not that good of a quarterback. I don't agree with that. I know you don't agree with that. But I've the always league- felt talking to it's it's that it's more about an uncertainty of how good. So I guess that's a, a fancy a, a more nice way of saying what you're saying is so, people so, don't know what they're getting. So so okay, let's get to that and then we'll move on. Uh huh. I felt for years that people didn't. The real Nick Foles is a guy who's inconsistent. Okay. When you look at it, in 2013, when he when he took over for the injured Michael Vick, he played outstanding football. Mm-hmm. But it was Chip Kelly's system. The league could not figure it out. This is an incredible story. I'm sitting next to a pro personnel director, and we were talking. I said, "Hey, what do you think of Nick Foles?" He's like, "He'll show who he really is." I'm like, "What do you mean by that? He's playing great football." He goes, "This is a college system." We, the league, teams that are playing have not figured it out. And uh, ironically, um, this pro personnel director would be on a team that the Eagles would face later on. And I go, hey, man, he's still doing it. He goes, let's let's see him over a full season. And I saw the guy at the next senior bowl, and he goes, did I not tell you? It, wasn't the, it was the 14th senior bowl. Did I not tell you? Or the fifth, whatever it was. Right. After the Eagles trade him to the Rams, he goes, did I not tell you? I go, yeah, I guess you're right. See, these people, if they're unbiased... They look at the tape, but they also knew the history with Nick. Yeah. Very consistent. So to spin this forward, I think this is the way the teams think Nick, see Nick. And the Eagles simply did not have the market that they thought they were getting. I was wrong in this. I thought they would tag and trade him. Because I, I, I just, this league is terrible. As we go over the list, you know who the next best quarterback is? Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. Or Ryan Tannehill, maybe. Well, Tyrod Tannehill. Well, he's on a contract. No, yeah. oh, right, right. But are you expecting the UFAs? Yeah. The UFA, I mean, multiple teams told me that 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 Teddy's their, the, the next guy up. Yeah, well, I wonder, though, recently, over the last two weeks, how much the idea that Josh Rosen will become available via trade to add another young quarterback to the market took away any team that said, I can get him and I'd rather have him and develop him than go with Nick Foles. Certainly a team like Washington, who you would expected to have been in the market, or maybe even the Giants, if they don't draft one, certainly there are teams that you would have to think are going to be in on Rosen if he becomes available that may have considered Nick Foles at one point. I, I yeah, I think that's I think that's part of it. I think I think you're right on that. But it, it, in the end, I'm I'm still a little surprised that uh, the Eagles couldn't get better than um, a four. Yeah, because the Flacco situation really cut into that. You know, Bill Polian told me when I work with him, we always look at recent history in in trades by position. Of, of relatively equal players. Flacco and Foles, you could debate who's better. Obviously, Flacco had fallen off in recent years. He's got a partially torn hip labrum, which didn't need surgery. The fact of the matter is that this is a veteran quarterback who's won a Super Bowl. Oh, Nick has won one as yeah. well, but Joe started way more games than Nick, and they can only get a four? Well, how are the, how are the Eagles going to get a better four, Jeff? Well, they're not, and that's why he's yeah. going to walk and, and sign with Jacksonville. Uh, I would say this, though. 
One thing about judging Nick Foles based on the Chip Kelly season, that that's all true, gimmicky offense, easier throws, but that's not the Nick Foles I think we've seen over the last two years. You don't look at the Houston game where he throws that ball to Alshon Jeffrey while getting drilled in the end zone in the chest, or the Chicago game where he puts one to Golden Tate between mm. three defenders in the tightest of tight windows and say that that's a system or a gimmick play. That's just good quarterbacking. So we'll see. I mean, Jacksonville is probably going to sign him, and I think it's a good place for him. Yeah, I think it'll be... From the teams I spoke with last week at the Combine, uh, most of the contract negotiators or personnel people I spoke with feel that's going to be a multi-year deal. And the Jaguars, unlike these teams I spoke with, see him as a guy who could start multiple years. Mm -hmm. I'm just telling you that the league, the the people around the league think that he's at best a bridge quarterback. I don't think I agree with it. I don't think you agree with it. You and I seem to agree that Mm -hmm. Nick's a top half of the league quarterback. Is he top 10? I don't know about no, that. No, He's never shown not. that he can do it for a full season. Yeah. But man, over these last two seasons, his great games are so spectacular. It's not just numbers. The, the, the degree of difficulty throws? Yeah. Really up there. Definitely. So from an Eagles standpoint, Nick walks. Now they've got Sudfeld, who, uh, is, you know, gets, who will get the tender. Uh, he'll probably be back. I can't see anything other, other scenario. It's interesting, Doug said at the Combine that he doesn't just give away jobs. He wants Nate to compete. And then reports surfaced that the Eagles would be in on the veteran quarterback backup market. You saw names like Tyrod Taylor, and you saw some other interesting names. I'm not sure that they don't want, though, Sudfeld to win. So they may sign a veteran quarterback, but I don't know how accomplished this guy is going to be or how much money they're really going to put into it. Yeah, you have to. Look, yes, Wentz is on, for now, his, his rookie deal. And that that's a bargain. I mean, it's really an incredible bargain. Foles is not back. The twenty million dollars is off the cap. Tyrod Taylor is going to be a high number that that could get depending on how many teams get involved. That could reach ten million. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that for being a number two quarterback, he's a real good backup quarterback. Um, other than that, there's it's a bunch of slop. Yeah. Teddy Bridgewater, I love to have. Teddy might get a chance to compete. The teams I spoke with. Thought that he'd get a chance to compete somewhere for a starting job. Well, we'll see about that. Mm-hmm. Other than that, you're talking about journeymen like McCown, Fitzpatrick, Osweiler. You don't want if you, Ryan Tannehill get, or Bortles get released. Maybe well, that's a, that's Bortles. An no, no, I don't. Uh, I don't, I don't think it'll be Bortles. I think that. Um, here's a little nugget. Two years ago, when the Eagles were going after Foles to bring him back, Brian Horry was their backup plan, from what I understand. But it's a good one. Um, he's got a roster bonus on uh, March 17th. I'm sure that the, the, the Patriots are going to keep him. I'm almost sure of it. Mm-hmm. But if he became free, that would change it. My sense is, though, the Eagles really feel good about Nate Sudfeld. He will, I'm told, be absolutely be tendered. There's no question about that. I know there's some people guessing that he's going to get the second round tender. That absolutely would guarantee that no one will sign him. Right. Now, if they do the low tender, you're playing with fire. This is a talented, young, developmental quarterback. I'm not saying the Eagles won't do that. And by the way, he changed agents, changed unfortunately. Agents, yeah. yeah. Um, to speak of Wentz's agents, uh, to rep one. But right. bottom line is, with Nate Sudfeld, this is a guy they've developed. The Redskins absolutely foolishly did it, something stupid. They never should have cut him. Right. And the Eagles hit a home run with this kid. If you look at, since Howie Roseman came back into power, Jeff, in 16, it boy, it's been a difference of, of personnel decisions. Most of them have been really good. Mm-hmm. This is one, and obviously you have to give the coaches credit. I mean, you just don't, you just don't get lucky like this. This is really good coaching. 
and I, it would suck for them if he walked but on a low tender. That would no, be foolish. I, I agree with you. They'll probably second-round tender him. But is there a name that sticks out to you on the veteran mark? Let's say the Giants draft Haskins, right? So they're going to have Haskins. They're going to have Tanny, another young quarterback. And they're obviously— Well, he's not. He's 30. Yeah, I thought he was younger than that. Alex Tanny, Tanny no. He's been around oh, my forever. Fault. So yeah. then Tanny becomes available or That actually Davis is young Webb. at 30, a quarterback these days. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, so maybe Davis Webb. I don't know. Is, is there someone that you would think— Yeah, Webb's, that, with a, Webb's gone, Webb's a, unfortunately. The, that's, that's, who's the, who's they the should have cut him, though. Um, that's it. No, that's it. It's Alex Tanny. Oh, no, no. It's Kyle Laletta. Kyle, that's the guy. Yeah. I was saying Tanny. I meant Laletta. Right. So yeah. they have Laletta. Right. If they draft Haskins, then they'll have a third quarterback in Tanny. Maybe they don't want to keep around. So I don't know. I'm just trying to... Is there is there a name that stuck out to you that you thought or heard anything There's on nothing, Indy? No, it's... Okay. It, uh, and by the way, I'm not... You know, people want to act like, because Doug put it out there, that we're just not going to hand him the job, that they're going to be out there for a veteran quarterback. Just depends where the money goes. I'm not saying they won't look into it. Right. And this is what I want to get into our discussion today, Jeff. You'll see reports that a, a team is interested in a player. Mm-hmm. Most of them are probably going to be correct. But as I've learned in my career, once the team sees what the player wants, they're out. Good. It doesn't mean that they're not interested, though. So people, our listeners need to know this. Jeff and I have done reporting over the years that, for instance, I remember the Eagles went after me on a report on Mike Bell. Remember Mike Bell, this yeah, running back? Yeah. They tried, they tried to knock me down. I wound up being, being right, by the way. Yeah, they signed him. Um, they said it's terrible, but the, they signed him. <laughs> the inquirer said that the Eagles were not very interested, and I said that they were. Uh-huh. They did that to they didn't want it out there, and they they were mad that I didn't talk to them about it. Teams do this all the time. They they don't want teams to they don't want it out, if they're going to lose out on a player. They don't want it out there that they're strong on a player because they have, they don't want the egg over their face. Well, I get that it. happened to them years yeah. and years ago. The inquirer had a story. Oh boy, that they were going to sign LaCharles Bentley, yes. the center from New Orleans, I believe Correct. he was on uh, in free to, agency. He went to, he went to Cleveland. He spurned him and went to Cleveland at the last minute. And, and Mark Eckel wrote, "By the time you read this tomorrow morning, LaCharles Bentley should be an Eagle." Well, here's the great story about that. I am in. It was the last time that I've actually been away during free agency. It was uh, whatever it was, oh seven or oh eight. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Phil Savage the, was the general manager. Who I went up working with at ESPN, and um, <laughs> I was actually, I was actually on vacation in Cancun, and someone with the Eagles e- uh, email me because we didn't have texting back. I don't think we had texting back. Yeah, then. this is like two thousand six. Hey, we can't get him on the phone. If you spoke to his agents, it might have been Neil Schwartz. Uh-huh. I don't remember. I said, no, I can't because I'm away. And I I couldn't even work on the story because I, I had not gone home yet. <laughs> right. And I was blown away that they didn't get him because, I mean, everyone knew that they were going to get him. Right. And something happened. He changed his mind. I don't oh, know. But the hometown. I believe he was from Cleveland. And oh, is that right? I didn't Browns. know that. Okay. Yeah. He was a stud, but unfortunately he got hurt on the first day of OTAs and he, I don't think he went up playing for them, right? No, yeah. It wound up being a, a disastrous situation for yeah. him and obviously a break for the Eagles in that regard. Another thing we should just quickly clear up. Um, there's always a lot of reports about how much cap space the Eagles do <laughs> or don't have. And there are websites that people use. I use it at, at times. Uh, overthecap.com. They're good. Sportrack.com. They're, yeah. they're, I would say, adequate at giving you big picture, like five years, $50 million guaranteed. But what they don't get, as you mentioned earlier, is maybe offset language and other things that can af- impact a salary cap. And so what I'll say is, Right now, I think there are reports that the Eagles are ten million under, and I, have no idea. I would be a. I would be surprised if that's even close, and b. I wouldn't be surprised if they have more cap space. Right, folks, as you hear this, I will be agreed. the only one in the country who has it. I've. I'm going to have it. Okay. So, and it's going to be. I'm going to have it. If you're listening to this, I'm going to put it on Twitter so people stop asking me. I must have gotten between our reporting over the last week. Okay, where are they at in the cap? Could they sign this guy? I didn't respond to him because I wanted to get it for our podcast, but I I will not put it out there until I have it. Uh huh. It'll have the restructuring of Lane Johnson. 
I'll have all of it, and I'll have the number. It's going to be a ballpark because these things could change by the day. You can't give the Inside the Birds podcast like a little bit of well, a Well, no, but a I'm telling you, ballpark. you're hearing as you hear this, as uh-huh. when our when Johnny B puts it up, uh-huh. I'll have the number, and I'm not going to put it on Twitter until John gets us up there, and I'm going to put it out there. Okay. I'll go, as I said on our podcast, here's the number, ballpark. That's the way okay. we're going to do this. All right. All right. But, but you're not saying the ballpark now is what I'm saying. I don't have it because I don't <laughs> okay. know with the Lane Johnson restructure. Right. Um, whether Did they're the twelve million, reports? I okay. have it. I had it in my computer. I know exactly what it is. Okay, I saw sure. my friend Field Yates, but I want to get a. I want to get it within a million where they're at. All right. In the end, as you know, it doesn't really matter because the Eagles could do whatever they want. They're right. going to. But as you and I discussed weeks ago, they're running out players to restructure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, that's the second misconception I want to clear up, and it's not that I'm trying to take credit away from Howie Roseman or Jake, um, uh, Jake Ro- Rosenberg. Rosenberg. Thank yep. you, because they do excellent jobs. But cap manipulation over the past five or ten years is something all teams have become fa- not all, very many teams have become very good at. As you see, most teams are under the cap, so it's not magic. I keep saying, oh, Howie, magic that he's cleared up. No, every team has to be under the cap, and to get, <laughs> it's not necessarily the moves made now it's the consequences of those moves down the road everybody's all happy that the eagles are well under the cap and can sign anybody they want but they don't realize well what if someone that they just signed in the last week doesn't play well and is has a big cap number and they can't release him or what if they have to release a guy who they've liked like a michael bennett for something if they trade him which we'll get into so that's all i'm saying is there's really no magic in what the eagles have done it's just, and, and people aren't worried about it because every team has to be compliant by the cap. So I just wanted to clear no, that No, well, the reason why, Jeff, people ask this is they want to know if they'll be able to get a particular player if they're way over the cap. Right. And they get concerned about it. But it, it just... For but teams, you do have to clear that. If you, you want to be that compliance, player, you right. have, you have to, to be in compliance. Moves. And right. not all those right. moves right. people will like. And sometimes that's a decision that's not determined until a year or two later. Right. And the problem with signing Foles to a, to a um, franchise tender... Even actually, when you, once you tender them, it goes against your cap for next year, no matter what. Even if they haven't signed it yet, mm-hmm. so you have to be very careful. Of uh, there's just there were too many hoops to go through, and and a, and the other point we should make is when you do contract restructuring, the player doesn't have to do it. They just go, the team goes to the player. Right. By the way, the Eagles went to early low double digit players last year to try to restructure. Only half of them agreed to it. Mm-hmm. And it's a win-win. You you just take a base salary, you fully guarantee it, and then you you prorate it over a series of years. Yeah, that would th- be a, a non-pay cut restructure. That, that, that's that's called yeah. a simple There's restructure. There's a restructure like Rodney right. McLeod where it just it, it and is and that's a what pay Lane cut. did. Lane Lane, Lane I, th- this happened over a week ago. It just I, I didn't put it out until it was signed. Uh-huh. I put it out Monday. I'm like it's very simple, not a big deal. But you know people are listening. Lane did him a favor. It's both. It, it's yeah. In a way, he did. He said yes to it. Right. But he wasn't going to do it without them guaranteeing money. You have sure, to on sure. a structure. It's, so it's the old kicking the can down the road. Right. Thing, and yeah, now, now when Joe Banner was there, they really did these things. This has been Howie. Howie's taking it. Howie Roseman's taking a good bet. On you were alluding to this. So on players, they know they're going to be around a long time. You don't do this with older players, Jeff. That was a mistake the Cowboys did with Tony Romo mm-hmm. and Jason Witten. And uh oh, you're going to take some bad. You're going to take some dead money. Yeah. Yeah, or you have to get rid of a player like Demarcus Ware because you're in cap, you know, crisis, which was prior to the Romo signing. But nonetheless, all right, we talked about quarterback, defensive line. This is where an area where the Eagles have made a lot of moves, and we are going to possibly see more made. The biggest move is bringing back Brandon Graham. Um, 
I think when you look at how many of the good pass rushers got tagged, which is basically all of them, <laughs> and the the yeah. best pass rusher now on the market is going to be like Trey Flowers, and he might get 15 or 16. I don't know what he's going to get, but whatever they got Brandon at, and I think it's $13.5 million year one and year two, looks like a pretty good deal compared to what the tag number is and what some of the better, what D Ford or somebody else might get in a, in a new contract. Look, three for 40. Is a big deal. Right. I, I got the breakdown a couple days ago. It's a two-year structure. He, here's what happened here. This is a player they wanted badly. They really wanted Brandon to return, finish his career as an Eagle. He's 30, he turns 31 this year. By the start of the season, he's 31. you got to be careful of paying older players. But because he's he's shown the ability, you know, he was hurt last season. As you know, he had ankle surgery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not a big sack guy, but in terms of hurries... Or forcing the quarterback off his his platform, he's great at it. He's just he's really good on at the it. Second team last year, and okay. combined hits and pressures. There you go. There, there's the number. He's great at it. Yep. And not to mention a very good run defender. And he's a high character and guy. a versatile guy who kicks inside. You know him very well. He's a of great guy. Yeah. If you're going to make a bet or pay a guy like this that kind of money in mm-hmm. his 30s, you do with this player. And there, they tr- there's a trust between both sides. Um, Drill Siegel's agent's done a ton of deals with Eagles over the years. They know him. He knows them. So they made a good bet, I thought. I, I It beat my number by a little bit. I, he got a better deal than I expected him to get. But mm-hmm. you know what? Teach his own, and, and they nailed it. We, we talked but, with the Lane yeah, Johnson restructure. Think about it. With Trey Flowers being the best right now in free agency, Brandon probably could have gotten a lot more than what he got from the Eagles. He'd be the number well, one. Flowers way is way younger, though. He's younger, yeah. but he, much like Brandon, does not have a litany of 10, 12 sacks. He's a 6-8 to eight sack guy right. like Brandon, but he hasn't accomplished as much as Brandon. I mean, he just hasn't played the game as long. Right. So right. I would say that Brandon stood to get a lot of money from a team with a lot of cap space, but may not have been a good team. Right. Now, before we move on to the next player, Brandon's the kind of guy that you never worry about giving a lot of money to because right. you know how much the game means to him. Now, I would tell you, I know you were covering the team down when he was, when he was drafted in 10. He got off to a slow start. Oh, yeah. Um, Hurt his knee his first year. And he was underachieving. Then I know had- there was some concern about how hard he was working. Right. One person with Eagles speculated once he got engaged and married, he turned into a different person. Always a nice guy. Even Brandon has said that. Yeah. Something happened where you just don't see this, Jeff. You know as well as I do, not every player is willing to change. Whatever happened, mm-hmm. he turned around to be the greatest guy. And by the way, we could argue whether he's better than JPP. You know how the, 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 the fans killed him? versatility and being well-rounded, right. right. And then he blocked everyone on Twitter? Yeah. This guy might be one up. He might be better than JPP. Well, you know, when it's all said and done, yeah, I think overall, yeah, he may not get the twelve sacks Correct. like JPP, but like you said, always hitting the quarterback, always around the quarterback, plays the run very well, great character, great leader. So the great issue leader. here is now that you've got him, and you know Derek Barnett will come back from his injury, and those will be your starting. It's a big bands. injury, though. It's a big surgery. It is a big surgery. Rotator cuff. I, I'm sure he's going to be alive and coming back, though. Right, but you don't. Right, he'll be back, and he's young. But you don't again, think he's going to start, or your question what, whether he'll um, start. I, no, I think it, the plan would be. No, he, uh-huh. he, he'll he be ready for the season, but you can't expect him to be himself the first year, that's all I'm saying. Okay, that, that's fair. So you still want to have good depth, but yes. you have an issue now, and we'll, this will, leads into what we're talking about. You have Michael Bennett, and you have Chris Long. Both of them have expressed a desire to want to play. You know, Michael Bennett was not happy. Did Chris Long definitely says playing? Uh, I know that Shil Kapati has reported at the end, at the, end of the year that he's, he uh, expressed a desire that he wanted to see more time and play more. So, you know, if Barnett and Graham are your starters, 
Right, you've got Josh Sweat coming back. He's a fourth round pick. He's going to be on the team. You want to develop him? He's That's coming three. off from surgery. He is coming off surgery. You kind of have a glut here of aging defensive ends. You have Brandon, you have Chris Long, and you have Michael Bennett. Three over thirty. Right, yep. and you also have what I, what I just mentioned is not a very good pass rusher market anymore. And therefore, you had conversations at the combine between the team, Eagles, other teams, and Michael Bennett. As you reported earlier this As week. As I reported yep. earlier this week. Right. Uh, some of this is they might be able to get something. Decent because there's not a very good pass rusher market. Here's right now. my problem with that: he's on the final year of his deal. He turns 34 in November. Sure. Now, real durable. I meant decent. I was saying like a mid to low pick. I mean, yeah, I, he's not gonna, I mean, I could see like anything. a. I could see like a, four or five. That's it. That's as yeah. high as he'll get. Yeah, I would take a four. Now, now he was tremendous. Like I didn't had a good year last year because if you remember the year before he played the entire season with a plantar fascia injury, didn't miss right. any snaps, played the most snaps of any defensive player in the National Football League, I think, two years mm-hmm. ago with Seattle. But his numbers weren't great. But this guy gives his effort, his heart. He's a great football player. Really amazing. That this guy was not drafted with the right. Bucks. Um, but spinning this forward here, if they trade Bennett, right? Mm-hmm. You've got Graham over thirty, Long over thirty. Assuming he's back and Barnett coming back from major shoulder surgery, Joshua's a non-entity. I mean, whatever he if he'll be on the team, but you don't. We know nothing about him, right? They but got, it takes they, up a spot, and you have to consider. They now do. Your they, they, they need end. youth, but they need youth. They man. need youth, and there's so yeah. so. so that, let's put it together. Mike Bennett is not going to be happy coming off the bench again, which is what he'd be doing at the start of the year. He's got a reasonable cap figure, but. You have to combine that with the fact that Chris Long's all there and Josh Sweat's there. They've got a glut, and there might be a market, not a great one, but at least a fourth or a fifth for Bennett. And you don't want a disgruntled, unhappy player who also is known for marching to the beat of his own drum. We can't discount <laughs> yeah. that. He's yeah. he's He didn't cause problems, but he was very moody, decided to talk only on his terms. He's not exactly, you know, Doug talks about the locker room. He, he was fine. He was a great player. I wonder if they just figure they got a great year out of him. It's time to move on and get younger. They want to get younger, and yeah. I keep harping on this. Uh, every time we were together, I'm like, people, we're not trying to get older here. They're trying to get younger. Right. They badly need the Eagles, and maybe Josh Sweat down the road will be that, but they can't They can't even think like he's going to be the guy. They badly need a developmental DN who could play now. Yeah. Now, the other question. The is full of them. Yeah, it is a great trade. It's the first time in probably a decade that at DN it's pretty good. So, Let's finish this defensive line talk over. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of what maybe the plan? Do you think they might do something in free agency? I would say probably not. Probably not. And I, I would say if they're going to trade Bennett, it might come after the draft. I don't know this for a fact. Maybe you have more. Info. I would say deeper into free agency after teams kind of reassess what they've been able to get in either free agency or the draft and say, hey, we're a veteran team like the Patriots or the Titans. We need a pass rusher. We couldn't get the guy we wanted. Let's see if we can now, make a deal with the Now, Eagles. if some reason that Chris Long is not back, and I, I, they, I, they obviously want him back. Yeah, which is another reason why you think they'd, they would be willing to trade Michael Bennett. Right, that would now, give Chris his time. If, if, if they move, if Bennett is not on the roster, and they're not, and for some reason down the line, Vinnie Curry's still not signed by someone. Yep. You can't rule Vinny Curry out. Nope, he, he's he, lurking. And you know what I love about him? He he could take that Bennett role because he could play inside a nickel. Th- that's not really what Chris Long, Chris Long can, but that's right. really not his role. Right. Graham can do it. Yep. Bennett is Bennett is like oh, Bennett's their best at it. Bennett's honestly, like one of the best I've ever seen at it. Yeah. He's just a great football player. Vinny can do it. Now Vinny's also in his thirties. Right. But I would not completely rule out a return for Vinny if the if. if 
if needed, I think they would go in that direction because he knows them and they know him. Well, I can just say from talking to sources closer to the, to the camp here is that both are on each other's radars. Okay, I mean that no, there's no hierarchy right now or anything that I know of, but I know that both are considering each other's options. Okay, if, that, if that's fair to yep. say, yep. Uh, and and I think that's natural for people to even you want somebody who knows your scheme played here started for you on a Super Bowl team it, it, it's a certainly it's a great backup plan if you need depth of that position all right the last guy we should probably talk about is Tim Jernigan whose exercise whose option was not exercised so uh, they're going to save a lot of money yeah. if he unless they you know bring him back or something like that they walk away from 11 million yes yeah, so, yeah so, walking so, away from 11 million so here's what happened so after um after he got hurt away from the field last year they restructured his contract they put team options in every year yep I'm told by multiple sources that they're leaving the communication open. Uh, they may revisit it, and they would have some interest later. And obviously, it depends on what Tim finds out there. But they're not closing the door uh, from him returning, potentially, depending on what happens with him and what they do. They're a real light, Jeff, with Jernigan moving on. I mean, when you look at it, after Fletcher Cox, who turns 30 in December, I think. Mm-hmm. or 20, Let me see. What's he? 29 to 30 he turns. I'm sorry, he turns 29 in December. Not that that's old, and you know, Fletcher's pretty durable. But other than that, I mean, right now... Nada's up. You've got Trayvon Hester. Looks like he'd be a good backup, and Bruce Hector really played. They're really like defensive tackle I think if they can position. bring back Tim on a team-friendly deal, mm-hmm. if if and the market's not good for Tim, they really should try. Yeah, so they, they, they'll keep keep communication uh, open with him and his agent Rosenhaus, and uh, they'll go from there. But they're, they're but they're you're good. right. It's a very thin position right now. It's it's they don't have anything no, really next they, to they, Fletcher Cox. Yeah. They need a body. No, but again, good, it's a good draft. Now you can't draft every position. You only get. By the way, so if you're going to be light at a position on the defensive line, it's tackle because you could always get those guys. That is true. All right, let's move on to the offensive line. Uh, obviously, Kelsey and listen, the Eagles have been building from the inside out since the Andy Reid days, and how we learned from that from Andy and Joe, and he's doing the same yep. thing. Kelsey gets his extension, which we all kind of assumed would happen. Sam we hinted as hard as we yeah, could. We really did. <laughs> Jeff and I kind of knew, just for our listeners, Jeff and I kind of knew where this was going. I, I strongly believe Jason would have retired had they not redone I, his deal. I agree had, with you. Um, it's just that, and Jason talked about it in his little media gathering. To Remember, he was hurt last season. He had a knee injury, and um, he had a couple injuries that were not reported that people don't know about. Let's just say that he was beat up physically. He Starting from on, the season opener, I believe. Against Atlanta, correct. Yeah. So, so I've kept track of the situation. I just know that Jason was a guy that's very prideful. He ha- what he has to go through physically to get ready. It's just not worth it if they're not going to guarantee his money. Because here was the problem. I think say Milo will get. We'll stick this in there. He got his extension. Right. He will uh, probably replace Kelsey as center. Exactly. Someday. That is why Jason. I th- I didn't talk to him, but I just I just know from checking the situation for months. Mm-hmm. That's got to be in the back of his mind that if you don't guarantee my contract. That's my replacement. Why do I want to be here? Because you could cut me. Yeah. You can't just do my, my salary was only $7 million. Cut me for no But no guy's a stud. Recourse, right. That's a stud. And I give Howie Roseman credit. Mm-hmm. I, I've criticized him over the years for giving the wrong guys extensions years ago. As I said earlier in this podcast, it's, since 16, and I don't know if it's Joe Douglas coming in here, most of the decisions have been home runs. They've made a lot of good ones. And not trading Jason. By the way, he was absolutely on the trade trade block Two years ago. Two right? years ago, maybe? Yeah. I, I can't remember now. My, you know, We're not 20 anymore. So right. I can't remember everything. But Who are you again? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. For Mr. Rose, Dr. Rosenrose. But Jason, they took care of him. They took care of Graham. And his contract was up, obviously. Right. Jason had two years. As Jason said, they didn't have to do anything. So right. this is a win-win. And then Isaac Sayamalo surprisingly got his deal done, but they could do it because he now has played three years. And 
I told our listeners, despite all the bad media reporting that he had improved, mm-hmm. and I, some yeah, ass- about some, one of our first podcasts. Some asshole came at me on Twitter and said, "You don't know what you're talking about." And I was like, "Look, dude, his snaps are better because that was what everyone would see." And he'd really improved his technique. And you know what? He played very well. He's not perfect. Every once in a while, he'd have a bad play. But he improved. And he's got positional versatility, which they love. Yeah. You know, I think I think you don't know what you're talking about, but you got that one Thank right. You. you know, the blind squirrel. I throw a dart, you know, a you, dart you out totally there. You totally had that one. Yeah. Um, really nothing left on the offensive line except the idea of Jason Peters right now. It's, oh. It's kind of in okay. limbo. They he, want him back. I'm told due. by multiple sources they want him. Right. So they want him back. Yeah. He's due the money. Um, was it already? The salary the salary's cheap. It's only five seven five. The problem is cap numbers. The cap over, number isn't cheap. Cap number's over thirteen. Right. I, I don't see here's the problem. See, I agree with you. They want him back, but don't they want him back? I don't know how they're a gonna do this. Number? Yeah, I don't know. I mean how much I I don't know. they are dummy years on his contract. I don't know I'm not a like I'm pretty good at cap understanding and mm-hmm. contract understanding, but I don't know how they can do this. I I'm not a wit you know, I've never negotiated an NFL contract. <laughs> I've negotiated my own. This is kind of look where th- that got you. Yeah, thank you. thank you very much. <laughs> no, he's got an option. It's it's due. I'm told by a source close to the situation, the third day of the league year, not not the first day. Not that okay. it matters. Well, it's it's coming up soon. <laughs> no, but it's going to be settled by next week. Okay. It, the 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 option's only five seven five, but because of the bonus proration, he's yes. got he's got roster bonuses and he's got a workout bonus. It comes to over thirteen million. That's just too high. Right now, I'll go back to what I said about. People saying, well, Howie's a magician because they're under the cap and have space. Well, two years ago, Howie's magician, quote, right, gave this guy, gave Jason Peters a restructure, an extension that now leads us into the the, the Eagles, into the situation that they're in right now. So I would say it's not about the move then that you're making now. It's about the recourse and the ramification a year or two down the road. There are people who would like to see Jason Peters back. I'm talking about fans and people who think you got to move on. So so before we move on, one of my last stories for ESPN was that I reported that he turned down their first offer Mm -hmm. and he was going to play the, he, he did a smart thing. He had leverage because he knew that they didn't have a ba- they didn't have his replacement like Kelsey Kelsey knew so he you know he 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 wanted a deal or he might have retired he goes took care of him it's all done this guy did not have his replacement despite being then two years ago thirty four thirty five I think he's what thirty six or thirty seven now Jason knew he had leverage here and he's like well, look I'll just plan my deal and the Eagles we're not going to let him do that so they they redid it they he signed a three year extension in June of seventeen. And now the final year is up. It's an option year. The the Eagles want him back. It's my understanding, but it's not a lock that he comes back. But they liked him to retire as an Eagle. And as you and I have talked about for, for a couple months now, they love Jordan Mailata. But I can't believe that they're just going to go with him uh, with as the guy to be his replacement right now. That, I that could. That's just sometimes you have to take a gamble. Sometimes I know. You have to take a I, risk. I, what a story that would be. But it, long story short, this is tricky here. No, they're not, it, I'm looking at his contract breakdown now. No, there's no dummy years. Uh huh. No, I think it's just the, the it's an option the year. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. an option, option year. year. This is tricky, man. I don't know how I don't know how they're going to get through this, but that's why they do what they do. Because it's an option year, if they don't exercise it, doesn't he then become a free agent? Yes, and that would again Correct. put you in line to get a nice compensatory pick. Now he's not going to sign a thirty, a three, or a five year, fifty million, but he's going to make get a good four money or five. For right, yeah. right. He he turned thirty seven this past January. Right. The thing that you and I talked about, and this bothers me, the only thing, and, and I, I, I have such respect for Peters, though, how many games did he leave this season early? Uh, that's the whole point I've been making every time we talk about it. That's that, why I can't accept $13 million cap number. Right. The and salary is awesome. You see the reports of them. There yeah. are reports that they're looking to extend Big V, so it makes me wonder if they just 
They're getting ready to move on. No, you you don't. Okay. Uh, 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 here's what I'd say about Big V. Uh huh. Unbe- I'm not, not saying that they they extending him to be a starter. Great but just run. At least have the depth. Listen, great yeah. run during the Super Bowl. He did not play as well last season. We'll see where that goes. He's, they don't have to do anything now with Big V. They, 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 people are throwing stuff out there. They don't need Wait, to do what anything. What year is this for Big V? It's on his final year. This, 19 is his final year. Yeah. No, they don't have to. Yeah. No. No. But say Malo, they wanted to because they felt that get him to him early because they knew he was going to be you around don't want forever. These guys to get close to free agency. Right. We don't know, but we don't know about players. Big V. Right. 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 We don't know about Big V That's in fair. his future. All right. Big question at running back as we move on to the oh, yeah. position is the report yeah. about Le'Veon Bell. What report? Was there a report out there? There is a report out okay. there. Yes, that the Eagles. I mean, it's really kind of that tail end of the or carryover from the trade deadline when there was reports that they were interested in him at the trade deadline. So uh, he wound up not playing. He foregoed. Four went four gold fourteen and a half million last year. So I can't imagine that he gave up fourteen and a half million dollars of salary to take uh, a, a team friendly deal with anybody. But I, th- I think theoretically there's a way that the Eagles could sign him if they really wanted to. I'm not saying they do, but people ask if he wants fifty million in two years. Couldn't you theoretically oh. give him a twenty five million dollars signing bonus over five years? So it spreads out five years, five million each year in bonus. And then you've got $25 million left. You can give him a $13 million base salary year one, 12 year two, and that guarantee them both. And it's basically a two-year deal. And he'll never have a cap number higher than 17 or $18 million. Well, here's the deal. He's going to want to beat Todd Gurley's deal. That's the highest. Which is 28 guaranteed. It's actually, um, it's actually no, the, the full guarantee at signing is $21.95 million, basically $22 million. Oh, okay. I thought the, the, the guarantee was $45 million. Right. That's with injury guarantees. Right. So he's going to want to beat that deal. Would you do $25 million fully guaranteed at signing, which basically is a two-year structure? I might do it, but I don't know if the Eagles would do that. Here's my think on Le'Veon they Bell. They could. They the- theoretically, though, they sure. could without really killing their cap. Here's the way I look at this Le'Veon Bell thing. If the average per season comes to something that they would find acceptable, I think they would be in the ballpark for it. Mm-hmm. I do. I really do. If, if like Namdi Asamoah, let's go back to 2011. So I remember when I was working on that situation, I talked to the Jets. They told me they were out and they weren't getting back in and the Eagles got what they thought was a reasonable number. Mm-hmm. They're going to do something at running back maybe, but it's, it's going to be either in the draft or free agency where they do something fairly significant. I'm not saying first round where I thought they had interest in Christian McCaffrey a couple years ago taking him in the first round. But if Bell's number comes down and if he doesn't have the market that his agent thought, mm-hmm. then they could get involved, yes. All right, as we sit here today, you tell me. I'm going to give you three options. You tell me what you think is the most likely. Okay. One, sign Levy and Bell. Two, trade for Duke Johnson. Three, draft the running back in the first two rounds. Draft a running back in, in the second or third round. <laughs> okay. How about that? Let's I'll, extend I'll that. that. First three okay. rounds. and Okay. And, and, okay. I think that um, I think that at running back, like Tevin Tevin Coleman's a guy I would think would fit in great here. Mm-hmm. He has the same agent as Bell. It just depends where the money goes. As I, I do want to explain one thing. Sometimes you'll see stuff reported about a team was interested in a player. Initially, it's probably true, but once they find out on money, they're out. Mm-hmm. So then the team will deny it. They'll, they'll act like they were never interested. Like you're seeing reports on. Antonio Brown, that the teams are denying they were interested. Well, they might have been in the, the beginning, but because they're not going to get them, they didn't like the money, they don't want their, their name out there. That's why they denied reports that they were interested. Mm, interesting. So, not, not going to happen. 
as we've been saying for a while, Antonio Brown. Right? No, the yeah. Eagles were never in. I don't no, know where that. I, was it speculated they were in it? Uh, I think anytime a guy. Well, the Eagles need a wide receiver. And no, they, that's not I, what they want. But that's a nice little segue. Yeah. What's going on at wide receiver? Because, and I, I'm going to tell you about an interesting conversation I had. But there, there's some options for here. I mean, there's Nelson Aguilar apparently on the trading block. I'm not sure that they're dying. To some want reports to out there. Trade okay. him. And and I don't give credence to every report. I'm just telling you what's out there. Uh-huh. Um, Golden Tate, free agent. We know that, and we know they need speed receiver. There's a lot of them in the draft. I, I don't see Golden retire. I'm returning. returning. I'd, I'd be fairly surprised if he resides. Mm-hmm. I think he'll get a better deal elsewhere. It's a shame. Good player. It the problem is when you trade for a receiver in midseason, it's tough. So, I let me. Can I give you a couple of names? Yeah. So the guys that I keep an eye on now, Jeff and I have been talking about for a year that the Eagles need a deep threat. Do they need to spend ten to twelve million? Not necessarily, but the guys that I think would they would find they would find fascinating if the numbers are if the, the if the value is there. Tyrell Williams, he gives you side and speed, he can go get it, mm-hmm. but he's not the most physical guy. Right. John Brown, who's going to get a good deal, probably somewhere around ten million. Um, I expect the Raiders to have interest in him. Mm-hmm. They wanted him last year. I remember talking to the Raiders about it. Brown wanted a multi-year deal. He couldn't get the money he wanted, so he signed for a one-year deal with $5 million plus upside. He might have wound up making six with some bonuses in there. Um, we, You and I talked about Deshaun Jackson. I want to talk about him for a sec. We talked about him at the trade deadline. Um, talked to multiple teams about him. They said that the Bucks said he's, we're not trading him, so they never even made an offer. There was no discussion. So, Jeff, if Deshaun were to be cut, I think the Eagles might talk to... The, to uh, I would think so. I don't even know who his agent is. I think he actually... Switch agents, yeah. He switched. Still, again, is yeah. Not he Siegel? did, yeah. You know, he dropped Joel okay. Siegel. So, wow. John didn't understand Joel's a great agent, but yeah. The Eagles still need a deep threat. They know this player. I'm not saying, folks. Let me just make this perfectly clear. They may not be in it at all if they find out the guy doesn't want anymore. Again, this is this is all hypothetical. Right. If he's cut, and he's willing to take a decent number because he's only going to play a couple more years. He's 32 years old. I think they would have some interest. I'm not saying it's going to be done. I'm saying it's going to happen. I just think there would be some initial interest if he became available by release. I don't see anyone trading for him. I'd be surprised at his age. Right. And the money is reasonable. I think they would be interested. Let me ask you this real quick because I had this conversation with Brian Westbrook. Could you see a, situ- a scenario where the Eagles decide not to bring back Golden Tate, not to either trade or not bring back Nelson Aguilar, saved his $9.5 million, go to a more two-wide receiver, two-tight-end offense where you're playing Zach Ertz in the slot most of the time, right? Dallas Goddard is in line, so now you have Dallas getting on the field because you need to. He's that good of a player. Got to, yeah. And when you want to go to a slot receiver, you either draft a kid in this year's draft or you, you buy one for much cheaper than you would have to pay for Terrell Williams. But then you're asking Doug to philosophically change from a guy who loves 11 personnel to go to 12 personnel. Could you see that happening? Just to spin the four quickly here. They have to get Goddard on the field more. They just have to. This kid's got a chance to That's be. Why I asked this the question. And as a matter of fact, you and I talked last season about, I don't know if it was you brought it up or I did, how I really could see them on a lower end being Gronk and Hernandez. Yeah. Zach Ertz is the athletic guy. Goddard is the move. You could play him at the wide tight end inside. You could flex him out. He's unbelievable in the red zone. He does he does everything. They've got to get this guy on the field more. You don't spend your your only pick, your top pick in last year's draft. Remember, they traded away the first rounder. Right. And not use this guy more. They, they, they couldn't figure him out until like the second half of the season. And it, and he never like the Jacksonville game. He was big the, the game in England, but I, I agree with your assessment. 
they're the going to have to get yeah, him on the, the field. The question more. isn't if is that a good idea. I think we both agree it's a good idea. The yeah. question is, does Doug do it? Does he no. consider that? No, no. I, I I tend to agree with you. I, I, they, he likes <laughs> he likes a slot receiver. Now Nelson's nine point three seven million base salary is too high. Right. So I think I think either gets extended or he gets traded. I think that's a fair assessment. All right. So I condensed the ask the insider. Uh, or consolidated that with fact or fiction because we got so many questions, Adam, that it was almost literally from the from the from Twitter. It's almost like the listeners just created fact or fiction for us. So I will quickly. We're going to do this in two minutes. I'm going to ask the question that we got. You will answer, and then we will uh, wrap this thing up. The first question is from at uh, from Zach Frain at Z Frain. Do you expect the Eagles to make a big splash on day one of free agency? Do you expect a guy who's right now listed in the top ten or twelve of free agents to be an Eagle? You have to define splash. I think the Eagles have been more point. economically, physically sound lately. Yeah, they, they they might. If you look at their free agents the last three years, very few of them did not work out. Right? Did and, they really? There weren't splashes. McLeod, no, they are really really smart signings, and then extending guys like Malcolm Jenkins. His last extension was a little surprising, but mm-hmm. he's been a stud and he's a great leader. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bennett trade came to them. Seahawks called them. Uh, Brandon Brooks was a great signing. Um, probably one of Howie Rosen's best signings. This, this guy's a terrific player. He wasn't a splash signing. So, All right, do you see them signing Tevin Coleman? I, I, here's, here's what I'll tell you. They're going to sign two to three free agents the first couple of days. Okay. One and, probably will be a receiver. Uh-huh. One may or may not be a running back. Just depends where the money goes. Right. Um, I feel like you're saying that there will be a decent enough splash that people yeah, will be excited. Yeah, but, but again, it's all going to be based on need. That's what free agency is. It's never about one. It's more right. about need. Right. And depending where the money is, and my, like... Do we have time to, to go over what this means? Like, Not really. We can do that. We can wrap it up next one okay. when it happens. Okay, good. Uh, next question is from Anthony Raschuti at Rachutes, and he says, uh, Bird's starting middle linebacker week one will be Hicks, free agent, or a rookie? Won't be Hicks. It will not be Hicks. No. Okay. Wow. Here's what I think. I would okay. have thought maybe he comes back on a uh, one year. Uh, okay. Here's what I think. So it's got to be Bradley or somebody think. else. Okay, here's what I think. I'm glad you talked with him because I forgot about him. I think he's going to have a lot of interest out there. I'm not, I don't ever put percentages on anything. I just don't believe in doing that because I'm uh-huh. not involved in it. But my sense is from being at the combine, from talking to teams that like him, there's going to be a market for him. We know how good he's been when he's been hurt, not hurt. Sure. I don't know because the Eagles' history of not investing high money in linebackers, mm-hmm. other than Michael Kendricks a little bit, and obviously he was a first-round pick, I think, right? Your yes. first-round pick? I, they want him back. No, wait, third, first round. You said? Wait, 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 what? What year was Hicks Kendricks? was a third round? No, no, Kendricks. Oh, what, Kendricks was, was he a second round pick? pick. Second round pick. Him and Vinnie Curry. Okay, same year. And Matt McCoy didn't work out. He was a second round pick. But <laughs> well, yeah, they nailed Jordan Hicks. It just he's been hurt a lot. Right. My sense is they still want him back, but I believe he'll. He's going to get a better deal elsewhere. So if you're putting a gun in my head, especially and saying okay, yes or no, here's a good question he asked. Mm-hmm. I think more more likely not he'll get a better deal elsewhere, but if he returns, it probably is going to be a short-term deal because he needs to show that he can be healthy. He's not If he gets a deal that is like 9 or $10 million a year... Well, there's no way. How do you base it? Like, what are you basing it I on? I don't know who would want to right. give him that. Given but I know there are a lot history. of people like him because he's got great coverage. When he's He was not as good as last year because the Cowboys told me he didn't move as well as he used to. Well, that's why he wasn't even out there on nickel and dime as Correct. much as he used to. So yeah. now he gets a full offseason of no surgeries, no rehab... I think he'll bounce back, but again, I, I I don't see the Eagles going balls to the wall to give him a huge deal, and that's why I think, more often than not, I think he would move on. All right, so that'll parlay into our last question, and a billion people asked it, so I won't even name a name on Twitter. All right. If that's the case, Eagles make a run on C.J. Mosley. Too much money. Okay. 
really good football player. I agree. That would be a splash for you. That would be a huge signing. He's a stud. A great kid. He's a good player. That's too I think much he's money. Exactly, I, actually I can't think imagine they would do that. that that's totally counterintuitive to what they do. I know. Right? Well, yeah. So see it. makes you think something's up. All right, that's going to do it. Next time we talk and record the Inside the Birds podcast, there will be ha- moves that we just foreshadowed will have been made. We'll get into the money element. We'll get into the fit, the personnel, and then where the Eagles go from there. And uh, I look forward to that one. So hope everybody's entertained. And make sure you check out Adam's Twitter account, at Kaplan NFL, when he's going to give you the ballpark figure of how much the I'll Eagles get it. are It'll be within under a the salary yeah. cap. All right, so for Adam Kaplan, Billy Osborne, who will join us next week, and Jeff Mosher, You've been listening to Inside the Birds.